everyone, and welcome to the Transatlantic Theatre Podcast, and I've just finished my cup of tea. It's very sad. Also, I'm Oscar Isver. And I'm Marcos Rodriguez, and I just took... Uh, <laughs> a, delicious, a delicious taste of my uh, McDonald's iced coffee. We are not sponsored. Yeah, we're also not sponsored by T. <laughs> the letter T. Yeah, the letter Sesame T. Street or Mister T. Or, or Ice T. Or Ice T. Uh, any of the T's, really. Unfortunately, we have tea? no affiliation with. What if instead of the the hydrogen bomb, it was like some fucking the T bomb? The, yeah, the T bomb. Yeah, we dropped the T bomb on. Hiroshima. Yeah. Looking... The British should have been like, oh, it's my dream come true. Yeah, speaking of uh, world wars, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't know this movie. Okay, so we, we watched, we're not going to jump right into it just yet. But okay, yeah. We watched Casablanca for this week, right? So Casablanca was the film. Yeah, so that was, but oh, I want to cover some things first. I kind of want to, so we've been doing this for a little over a year now, and I kind of mm-hmm. want to reflect back a little. Um, okay. A lot has happened the last year or so um yeah that we've been doing this like when we first started i think we were very kind of very political and um that was probably because it was at least over here in america it was a uh you know election turbulent time yeah not only that but it was also election year that i think we started this Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so things things were interesting i just kind of want to reflect back on that um things have like it's hard to say have they really gotten better i don't want to say that it just feels like things have changed <laughs> i think i don't think things got better i think we just got numb to how shit everything currently is <laughs> i think we just kind of got used to the overall yeah. fucked up situation yeah 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 because it's kind of how you, i feel yeah because I, I, I wanted to ask you um like how the situation is over there now because we haven't talked about like covid situations yeah. in a long time because it's not like covid's gone it's not <laughs> yeah no <laughs> um but uh yeah like w- w- i know things have opened back up over there right so or uh yeah so, they've, so they've opened up now pretty much everything's open at this yeah. point yeah. um but now it's just people going pretty hard on on back in wales anyway on like vaccine passports and vaccine um, passports yeah like that's a thing a vaccine passport it's, it's a one object thing it's a yeah it's a barcode uh, on your phone you can request a physical one but you can get a barcode on your phone that says like yeah i've been vaccinated wow so like places can start demanding to see vaccination proof before letting so it's worse than that okay, it's government mandate that all restaurants bars clubs theaters everything ask you to show wow yeah that is the so the government's mandating it yeah yeah, yeah, that would not fly in America. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't fly in America. It doesn't really. I mean, the thing is, there's also a part of me that is like the thing that annoys me the most is that I have to go like do it on my phone. I'm like, when I got the vaccine and they gave me the little card that said I got it, I put it in my wallet for the thought that in the future there's a chance somebody's going to be like, oh, you vaccinated? And I'm like, yeah, look, I've got a little thing that you that they handed me. Yeah. And now they're like, nah, that's useless. And I'm like, then why'd you really? Get yeah. You've had that scenario. Yeah, no, well, no, it's not that, that scenario is the thing. It's just that the government have literally said you can't use that other thing that we gave you. That is really stupid. So they're actually demanding that you have a phone and that you have. I think there's is. there's probably some ways you can get it with if you don't have a phone. But yeah. I mean, yeah, they kind of are in a sense. Yeah, that's so stupid. That's just yeah, it's like, pretty bad. Yeah, I hate that shit right there. It's like, no, if I have to actually have 
like a phone in order to prove to you then that that's wrong that's a messed yeah. up system there yeah it's just more of you know yeah it is it is very much i mean you can argue all the live long day whether or not it's a good idea for considering the situation with COVID, but mm-hmm. it is just a slippery slope of the government saying uh if you want to do anything you have to do what we say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it is it's a very a, slippery slope it's yeah. like I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I I do think you should get the vaccine. Yeah, I do think that should be a thing you get. Yeah, um, exactly. So that's the yeah. weird part is like I'm in this situation where like I'm vaccinated. I I think if you don't want to get the vaccine, I I, I want to just sit down with you and have like a fucking three hour conversation where I sit there and go explain to me why. Yeah, and if it, the words Facebook come up at all, I'll fucking deck you. <laughs> If the words, um, like, Reese, they're not going to tell you about the the Facebook. They're going to tell you about Meta. Come on now. What's Meta? You know, oh, oh, right. You yeah, they changed their oh, name. Okay, no, I heard it. We're talking world well, no. news right now, man. Meta. I mean, Facebook, Facebook <laughs> is still Facebook. Yeah, no, the, that's the only connection to the term now, or to the word, is their yeah. social media site. But they're trying to start a metaverse. and <laughs> I, I said if there was ever fucking in your face proof that we live in a simulation it's that facebook just changed their name to meta to meta <laughs> that's the motherfucker who's just like playing the sims ran out of names and was like what can i make this that'll be like oh it'd be kind of meta because yeah i control them through this website ha <laughs> yeah yeah but uh it's it's interesting man i'm actually kind of excited i don't like that a company like facebook or meta now is mm-hmm. in charge of the whole situation i wish there was a i mean see that's the problem it it was always going to be privately funded i just i don't like facebook but i don't know who would have been better like apple wouldn't have been better because this is some shit i could see apple doing i'm confused what are you saying i'm talking about the metaverse wait what is the metaverse oh okay all right so let me get into it you know that's right i probably should explain it um in case i thought that was listen. a joke no it's a legit <laughs> thing that's why it's called meta Okay. So for no, those, I know the reason that they've called it meta. So the, for th- like real reason. <laughs> no, that is the real reason, man. Okay, go on. <laughs> the the real reason is that they are trying to start the metaverse. Uh, okay. Zuckerberg has been pushing virtual reality and augmented reality very hard for like the past I want to say ten years. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe no, maybe not ten years. Maybe like the past five or six years. Um, but like ever since you know Facebook acquired Oculus um yeah he's been really pushing into it because the metaverse is something that he really wants to push uh that's why in facebook's uh whatever they call it i forget their convention that they call it where they announced that their name was being changed officially to meta that's why facecon (laughs) (laughs) facecon but that's why a lot of the uh shit that they were doing their interviews were in virtual reality the whole point is to drive home that the metaverse is a connection to um, pretty much all of your all of the social aspects of your life that you're able to get to and go through mm-hmm. uh, via the virtual world. So he wants to create a virtual world. Think, um, think of Ready Player One. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the easiest comparison um, that I can draw to. Um, what else is another one? Uh, I I could say kind of like Tron, but not really. Tron is more like you know you're being digitized into 
the the interwebs yeah. of the 1980s <laughs> the interwebs but uh, it, it's more like um it's more like ready player one where we go into okay. a virtual world where we can use real world currency to buy things at a virtual grocery store that is then dropped off at our house you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's like or you could even go one step further and just actually do augmented reality and have you know, you know how people say, oh, yeah, in the future, we're just going to have a brain implant. We're going to see all our phone messages and shit floating in front of us or whatever. Yeah. Similar to that, except um, without the brain implant. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's the Good to know there's not going to be a brain implant. <laughs> well, not anytime soon, I don't think. I just don't think we have the technology yet. I mean, people are studying yeah. it for, you know, medical reasons because there's significant healthcare value behind that. Um, but uh, like not for entertainment purposes. <laughs> Or just like so, augmenting our lives on a day to day. My understanding mm -hmm. is that they changed their name because it's a it's like a PR problem. So essentially, every time somebody something happens with the company Facebook, uh, yeah, everyone hears Facebook is in trouble. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Yeah, and they want to separate any controversy the company might have from their their website yeah so the, yeah that is so the other the side future, of the future yeah yeah that is true that is the other side of the coin is that they're trying to rebrand um yeah. because facebook has had a lot of controversy recently i mean just look at zuckerberg he's become a fucking meme and a you know everyone yeah like you know what i want to see i want to see the poll that says how many people actually <laughs> think zuckerberg is a fucking reptilian because that would be a funny poll well, you got one here. <laughs> See, exactly. So so far, 50% here. I don't think he's a yeah. reptilian, but Reese does. So. And I don't blame him. I don't blame people who do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, dude looks weird. I mean, <laughs> he really he does. does. Look super he looks weird. a little slimy, like a gecko. Yeah, he just he's... <laughs> He's one of those people where, like, the second somebody's not looking at him and he just goes, like, resting face. He's forgetting he's on camera. He just, like, goes to, like, this, like, emotionless nothing yeah. there. Yeah. And you're like, fuck it now, okay. But they're definitely pushing the metaverse. Even Oculus has changed their name. Uh, even though Oculus didn't have any controversy. Oculus yeah. is now officially being left behind and it's called Meta as well. Oh, okay. Well, then, then, then I guess that kind of puts a little bit of a, a damper on on what i thought well no my, i mean what thing. you're saying is still true um okay. like i said it's two sides to the coin one yeah. side this has kind of been their plan all along the other side it just so happens to also help out the fact that you know they were having a pr problem <laughs> yeah um but yeah so it's it's like two things because they've been pushing vr like i said for the past five to six years now and mm. they've been pushing towards this metaverse thing for a while um one thing that they did that was cool though is that so before in order to get onto oculus and everything because it was tied into facebook and all that you had to have a facebook account in order to log in a lot of people didn't like that they don't like these you know gates that you have to sign up for something or whatever if you don't want to okay uh so they did uh pull that away they took that out you no longer have to actually sign into your facebook in order to get onto the oculus which is okay. cool i like that but uh, I, I like VR a lot. I, I'm really looking forward to the future of VR. It's crazy. It's gotten down to an affordable uh, point with these Oculus headsets. Um, mm -hmm. And, for example, if I go on a business trip, which with my new job I may have to, if I have Ooh. a VR set here at home and the Oculus with me, 
um, I can go on that business trip. And when I'm off of work, uh, me and the wife can set up a situation where we're just like, hey, let's meet up in VR. And we meet up in VR. Hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, I really want to do something like that. I want to have a virtual hangout with friends that I have across the world that I haven't seen in forever, you know. Yeah, we're seeing each other in these little avatars, but VR will get to the point where you can actually virtually put your rendered self into the world. Uh, that's actually one of the things they showed at the Facebook convention thing, um, were hyper-realistic rendered versions of themselves in a VR space. So it's like... Okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I vaguely remember seeing like a Mark Zuckerberg VR thing. Yeah, I mean... Where like he, he looked almost as like you know plastic as he normally does but it was like just a little bit more than normal <laughs> yeah um but the future man it's gonna be crazy the, the future man <laughs> i do like I, I like vr it's it's an experience I, i'm telling you dude it's like you know before i got the headset i mean the only reason why i got it is because i was like oh, it's cheap enough it cost as much as a playstation 2 back in the day you know well maybe not back when it first yeah. came out but you know like it was three hundred dollars or whatever i think the playstation 2 when it first came out was something like five it was an expensive system but uh yeah i remember yeah because i don't know i was always pretty bad with trying to be able to purchase any video game consoles which is why i had a ps2 for like 500 years well that's all right man they kept making games for it man the fucking ps2 library is ridiculous I think, oh, I think they just announced that every game ever uh, for, mm. this is for the PS3 emulator, has now been able to be booted. They're still working on getting them playable, but they can boot every game ever on the PS3, um, which I think is pretty fucking cool, because apparently the PS3's architecture was very, very, very difficult to work with. Okay. Yeah. But. So then how how did it go from being very difficult to work with to everything can be on it? Well, everything they can get it to boot, but they can't play. Uh, get oh. it to play. Like you, can, they're not completely playable yet. <laughs> um, I see. Yeah. So it's still very hard. But I believe everything on PlayStation Two. I think every single game in existence you can easily emulate. Um, that's the kind of shit I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to emulating retro games in VR. <laughs> Be like, hey, Reese, why don't you come over in VR and let's play some Mario Kart or something? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Banjo-Kazooie cool? VR would be pretty cool. That's what I'm telling you, man. Like, Because you can utilize your VR world as a virtual home base. So you could set up mm. a, uh, what's it called, a uh, emulator or whatever, as long as you have it connected or whatever. Because um, it, it's all just software. It's all just programs, really. Yeah. Um, and just get it set up. and But that's that's like a long ways from now they still have a long way to go before a vr set can actually replace a uh monitor or a desktop um computer because the they they have to be small and lightweight so it doesn't have that processing power probably never will but the thing you could do is uh it's like a type of um you could utilize the processing power from a station like a server over mm -hmm the internet and with the internet being as fast as it is with the fiber optic connections and all that shit um having it stream to your vr headset from a higher powered pc because you could build your own network like 
I could utilize my PC as the powerhouse for my VR set if I'm in my own network, my home network, and I can mm-hmm. stream to my headset from anywhere in the house and play things like, you know, Skyrim and VR, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, I played a little bit. I, so I do struggle with, I think we may have discussed this before. Oh, yeah, with the motion sickness, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can do it if it's, like, the ones where you point and click. Like, you, you go, I want to be there now, and you just click, and then you phase there. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't give me motion sickness. Yeah. It's, the it's the moving and my body joystick. being, like... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. My body just being like, "How come you're not feeling the feeling of move?" Like my body knows I'm not moving, but yeah. my brain is like, "No, you're moving." Yeah, I've gotten pretty used to it by now because I've had it for a little while. Um, but I did get a little motion sickness. I think the first couple times. Um, uh, I know a lot of games give you that option between the movement that you're talking about and the point and click. Mm-hmm. A lot of games give yeah. you the option now um, because of that reason. But you know what I want to do? Because my headset is, is doesn't require any wired connection or anything, all it needs mm. to do is have battery charged. Um, I want to take this shit out to like a big-ass field and literally walk to or run to every position in the open VR space. I think that would be really fun. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like uh, I, I think I said 10 years ago to you mm. that... Once, once Minecraft VR is like really, really good, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm ever gonna come back to the real world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Is Minecraft? V- I, it I is. It's uh, it's a thing already, but it's um, I've only played it for the like PS4. They had so Minecraft on the computer. VR on there. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Um, and I played a little bit of that. It was either PS4 or Xbox, mm-hmm. and then. So I want to try it on the computer, but then that's the the problem is just yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. I, the controls of Minecraft, so I can't handle the controls of Minecraft on a console. Pisses yeah. me off. Um, so I like I'm I'm just a I'm a keyboard and mouse kind of guy for most games. For no, sure, me though. too. Yeah. Um, I know that. So I've been playing Resident Evil Four VR, and that shit is fun. Like. A lot like I remember when Resident Evil 4 came out for the Wii and that shit was a mm-hmm. lot of fun because it felt like an arcade <laughs> didn't it come game. with a little, little gun too yeah uh it didn't come with like a gun. little no it came with like a little holder for you to put your the Wii or you could get no, it you could buy that yeah. separately though yeah yeah but it didn't yeah. come with it yeah but that shit was a lot of fun man I didn't think it was gonna be that yeah. much fun but it really was I liked pointing and shooting at those zombie heads <laughs> but this time in VR it's fucking nuts because you reach down to your right hand side like you're about to grab your gun out of your holster and then you use the grip button which feels like you're grabbing something and you pull out your fucking gun that's pretty cool and then yeah in real real life if you did that that would be you like pulling the trigger no 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 (laughs) no, no, you're not you're not no because there's a trigger and a and a grip oh and a holder yeah so you just hold the grip button like you're pulling it out and then you pull the trigger button to shoot but and then if you look down to your like where your left hip is, you you can see your magazines in there, your clips, and you can pull mm-hmm. those out and literally load your gun and pull back the slide, and that's, that's how cool. you reload. Yeah. Um, the other crazy thing is you can throw the gun up in the air, catch it with your other hand, and then pull out your shotgun with your other hand. Now you're dual wielding. <laughs> it's fucking oh my nuts. God. dude. The game is so fun. Like so far, it's my best. And it doesn't require any heavy computing party uh, really? computing because it's such an old game. 
They were able to get okay. it completely standalone on the Oculus. So all I need is just to have it full battery, and I could literally do it anywhere mm. in the world as long as I have space. <laughs> so it's a shit ton of fun. Um, yeah, I've been having a blast with it. All the other games, like Half-Life Alex and shit like that, that requires my PC's hardware to, to do. Yeah. So I need to have the local network attached to it in a fast enough uh, connection. Um, but other than that, like... Dude, it was it's crazy fun running around. Dude, it was terrifying getting chased by the dude with the chainsaw. I was like, my heart was fucking racing. <laughs> I was, was like, holy shit. <laughs> I played the um the Batman VR game. And there's like this one part where mm-hmm. like if you you're you're in a room and every time you look away from one of the walls, the walls will like change. And like I'm just Whoa, sitting there really? being like, I just don't want to I don't want to look away now because I know it'll change. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's a well-made game, that one was. Mm-hmm. It's only like, only like 10 minutes to play stuff in it, but... Oh, okay. It's still like... It, it was a very early VR game yeah. where they were just testing those. But I thought it... I still thought it was great. That is cool, though. Yeah, early VR compared to now VR, dude, it's crazy. And Oculus isn't even cutting edge. That's the craziness about it. The, Oculus is the only one that's done the standalone stuff, though, right mm-hmm. now. I think Steam is working on their next standalone headset, and I cannot wait for that, dude. I'm pretty certain I just saw a fucking thing for it on the on the store. Well, you saw the old one. That's that's the previous model. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, I didn't... I, it was last week, I was like, you mentioned something about Steam sales, didn't you? And then I, I, think I, I bought did, a yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I bought a game called Dude Simulator. Oh, this? yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah I played it. I played it. Is it good? <laughs> No, but it was, <laughs> but it was hilarious. You should have recorded yourself, man. <laughs> I honestly like it, it. It occurred to me that you would know, be a really cool kind of thing to just stream. Yeah, is just like once a month, go yeah, on like to Steam, random, yeah, and just buy all the games that are like thirty pence, yeah, and then just work my way through them. <laughs> yeah, I think I told you I kind of went on a on a spending spree there, and I bought because they had it on sale. I bought mm. every single lithium. Get your fat ass out of there. Oh, that's not lithium. That's my other kind. Anyway. Um, I... <laughs> it's better than I thought you could talk to your wife at first. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, but yeah, I went on a little binge and I bought every single Resident Evil game. Oh, shit. Hold on. Yeah. I'm getting a phone call. I'm going to get a game that's uh, £1.50. It's called Desktop Farming. Down. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like Farmville. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, now that you say it. <laughs> now that I say it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been removed from the from the. I was about to purchase, and then you made me realize that it sounded kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, this looks kind of cool. Deep Rock Galactic. It's uh, it's literally on my homepage, and it just oh, okay. says it's a top seller. Um, it's fourteen bucks down from thirty. Honestly, it looks like kind of fun. It looks like you just mine, and then occasionally. You get into these scenarios where it's like tower defense, but it's all in first okay. person. It's not like you know. Looks kind of cool. <laughs> Should I get another game that's forty p called Lawnmower Game: The Next Generation? Uh, the next generation. It, by the looks of it, you just <laughs> mow lawns. <laughs> I mean, sure. How much is it? You said forty p. Huh? Is that like forty cents? 
Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like forty cents. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm buying Elden Ring like right fucking now. What's Elden Ring? Elden Ring is okay. So I'm a super huge fucking fan of uh, Miyazaki from uh, Dark Souls and Demon Souls mm-hmm. and Bloodborne. Um, Elden Ring is his newest game. So the last game he did was um, it was called Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. That mm-hmm. game was a masterpiece. It is so fucking crazy the way the difficulty works in that game because it's one of those games that have an extremely high skill cap. Um, So to get really good at it is really hard. Um, But it's a lot of fun, and the combat system in that game is really, really unbelievable. It's really good. Um, for me, it was kind of lacking some of the other things that I like in a in a Elder Scroll, not an Elder Scrolls, in a um, Dark Souls game, a Souls like mm-hmm. or whatever they call it. Um, like literally, you've heard of the genre Souls like, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this guy had invented that genre. Yeah. <clears throat> so Elden Ring is going to be his newest game, and it's actually done alongside. Uh, they had what's his name write it. Uh, who's the guy who wrote Game of Thrones? George R. R. Martin? Yeah, George R. R. Martin actually wrote some of this game for Elden Ring. So the story is going to be fleshed Maybe. out. You know what he could have done instead of that? Huh. Wrote <laughs> the <laughs> next <laughs> goddamn fucking book! I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but now he did Elden Ring. That's awesome, dude. I'm super hype. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know how I'm going to transition from when you took your call to now it's fine if any of that makes it into the podcast well i I mean we could pick up from when i started talking about uh you know okay (laughs) or we can end it after the (laughs) and bleep her name out right now we gotta (laughs) bleep that bit out (laughs) um no i uh so i i've i've started uh basically a book club at work apparently yeah that accidentally happened. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. It was uh, this girl. Oh, I'm just opening the, getting some light in my room. Because unfortunately, because it's 4 p.m. right now, uh-huh. it's basically fucking dark already. What the fuck? Dude, hold on. Who the hell would yeah. buy Jurassic Park Simulator for $60? I do not know. That's insane. Okay, anyway, so about the reading book club. Oh, yeah, so but there's this, there was this girl at work uh, who... Had she's like, no, I I've never read the books, I've never seen the show. I know a few. I know it's about dragons, and we were like, oh, you talking about perfect. for Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Game of Thrones. So, uh, this guy Sam had his, his copy of the first book, and yeah. he like gave it to her. He's like, go ahead, <laughs> um, go ham on it, go ham, yeah, and yeah. Uh, now we're all like really pumped and talking about all this because every day when we get to like we get we get to work and we're like. So, uh, what page you at? What happened? It's the last thing that happened. <laughs> and we're all, like, just really into it. So now we've decided we're going to meet up, every, uh, you know, every once in a while. And we'll get through a few POV chapters and things like that and go from there. That's cool, man. Um, yeah. I wish... Should I get the 2016 Doom for £3.70? Yes. 2016 Doom is literally the best. I kind of like it more than Doom Eternal. Cool. So yeah. I'm spending four pounds sixteen on Doom and Lawnmower the game. Have you ever played 2016 Doom? <laughs> no. Oh, dude, it is a fucking. It's an adrenaline rush, and that soundtrack is great. Yeah. <laughs> like 
that is a soundtrack everyone should have in their library. It's so damn good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I highly, highly, highly suggest you playing that. That shit is fun. Now, yes, to slightly veer off to what I was going to mention to you before. Okay. About what I think you're going to be very excited to hear. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Yesterday I watched Doom. Yes! So now Dude! we can talk about it. Now we can talk about it. Okay, so I just want to say straight up, mm-hmm. that movie is quite the audio-visual experience. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, I... Maybe it was the theater I was in, but especially the, the mother character. Uh, hold the, on one. The, the, hold, wait, on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Um, yes, I will have one biscuit, please. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, my wife is being a deer and bringing me some sausages and biscuits. No, oh, but really? yeah, okay, so you said you had, you said you had one complaint? Or yeah, no, you were talking just about there, the theater, right? Yeah, well, I don't know if it was the theater or if it was uh, in general, but like, uh, yeah, just the, the mother character, like every time she spoke, I could barely understand her. Dude. She was like, she was whispering like yeah. the entire time. So that's my, no, no, that is my biggest complaint about the film. They have a lot of different languages. They have a lot of different things going on. And a lot of the I don't people, mind that. Well, yeah, no, no, that's not the problem. But the problem mm-hmm. is when you have all that going on and then you also kind of make everyone talk really quietly. <laughs> yeah. Because Timothée Charlemagne, he was, he was very soft-spoken. And, you know, his character, mm-hmm. I think, always kind of was. I, I didn't read the books, but from what I could remember from the original 1985 or 1984 yeah. i don't remember it was like the 80s uh thank you hon <clears throat> but yeah from the i don't know what to think of this but he does look like the modern he looks like a modern day kyle mclaughlin like he actually kind of looked like there were certain yeah, parts where i was like kyle... this looks exactly like him <laughs> but he's a he's he's a lot smaller though no he's definitely a lot yeah. uh twinkier yeah <laughs> But, uh, no, I think, and, like, my other, I don't know, I think my main complaint mm-hmm. is that it was a lot of build-up to end up with no payoff because they've split it into two, and I just felt like there wasn't a lot of payoff to it. I... Like, the, the was... fucking last line of the movie fucking zendaya going this is only the beginning and i was like right when she said that i was like please don't let that be the last words of the movie that's a little cheesy (laughs) that you know i expected a little more uh than that i mean i didn't mind that it was a lot of build-up i I liked the build-up because it all felt so well paced and i think that's what this movie really shined at was its pacing um Mm because it's a slow movie but it didn't feel super slow it's a two and a half hour long movie and it didn't feel yes, like that it, at all. Yeah. It definitely... I think the, the beginning was a little bit... It was um, a little rough. slow. Yeah. But then it, when it got to a certain point, it was kind of just ball rolling. Yeah. Um, which was which was pretty good. But... Yeah, because um, yeah, I... I do... I, the thing is, I did like it. Mm-hmm. I just... I just also kind of didn't. <laughs> you know? That's okay. No. Yeah, that's kind of that's all right. like I'm not sure what to think of it, and I honestly feel like the only way that I'll have an an opinion of this film is when the second one comes out, 
and I'll be able to kind of have a fuller opinion of it. <laughs> yeah, because like you said, this this first movie is a lot of build up. You want to see the payoff in order to have a complete opinion if the build up was worth it, if it was overdone, yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to see the second film. Um, I thought everyone did a great job in their roles. Uh, the the mom was a little bit of an annoying character. She was really fucking always crying all the goddamn time. Yeah, she was crying a lot. <laughs> I was like, Considering she's supposed to be this like person, a part of this order that like, you know, houses their fear and yeah, doesn't feel anything. She's part of the she's Jedi order, like, you know. She's fucking. Yeah, she's supposed to be a bad bitch, but she's not. Yeah, she's like the shadow did, Jedi order. <laughs> I thought that yeah. So that was the the one thing that I had a problem with was remembering the name of what he is so he's like the the messiah oh yeah but i uh, can't remember what they called him i'm just gonna say the shamalik or something like that it was something like that yeah <laughs> it was something along those lines yeah let's see can i easily find it on on here he was the chosen one um huh. <laughs> there's just a random thing in the wikipedia page that just goes I mean, the thing that literally is obvious is due to similarities between some of Herbert's terms and ideas used in uh, and actual words and concepts stolen from the Arabic language, um, as well as the series has some Islamic undertones and themes, a Middle Eastern influence in Herbert's works has been noted repeatedly. It's like, yeah, okay, great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's literally just going... Did you know that there was Arabic stuff in here, <laughs> and that people and that people have mentioned it? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so apparently, it is called the Wizas Hadarak or something like that. I don't know. I can't. I can't say it. Let's see. It's a hard word. Do you want me to paste it in the 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 what's it called? Well, no, because if I click on the first where the fuck is the book there i got it it's right there that's the fucking chosen one's name i put it in the is that is that actually how it's spelled that's how it's spelled yeah because that's hadarak yeah okay it stands for or it's means one who can be many places at once which is what paul atreides can essentially do in yeah. his mind, yeah. Bending space and time or whatever. He was supposed to be the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought I thought the I, the only thing I really knew about it was a video that I watched that was talking about um essentially the before like this the important event that really had had happened like before. Mm-hmm. Um this one uh, before the book mm-hmm. and it was just this the scene about this uh, so apparently the father of the doctor girl in this movie so there's Dr. Keens who she's like works for the Emperor and she's like uh, like helping them out a little bit okay yeah so her father was also a planetologist and an ecologist mm-hmm. or a meteorologist mm-hmm. and he like yeah showed up to Dune and then he was like Oh yeah, it's pretty easy for you to like be able to make this planet a water planet. Yeah, and then um, and then they like, realized spice was everywhere. No, it was more of the reason this like religion kind of started. Oh. Like it was something about like these people being kind of bit more like hopeless, 
uh-huh. and they didn't know what to really believe or what to do. Um, and then this guy was like telling a bunch of children, like he was just literally like the, he had ended up with the Fremen, saw something uh, that they were like, no, outsiders aren't allowed to see this. So they were trying mm-hmm. to decide whether or not they should kill him. And then they decided they were going to kill him while they're just like having this deliberation. He was just like talking to children being like, yeah, and then like, you know, we could use the water that's underneath the planet and then that'll do this. And then we can have this, 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 this. Yeah. And like the guy walked up and like was so shocked to see him like basically giving like this sermon to all these children and saw how they all looked at him and the hope in their eyes as he was telling them how to fix their planet. And then he just like then the doctor turned around and was just like, oh, uh, remove yourself, please like get the fuck away and the guy took it as like remove yourself from the planet and just killed himself oh my god and then that started this like kind of religion or the what what the books do refer to i think as jihads to try and make the planet uh like you know not a desert anymore huh um okay and i'm sorry to any fan of dune who just had to listen to me butcher that well <laughs> that story <laughs> let's see so what i was let's see what so what i got from the movie at least mm-hmm. is that people like um uh what's his name uh, paul's mom uh her people are, are went down to that planet and like spread stories using their voice and convinced the natives there of their power and that's why Mm. they're all like oh paul's the one they actually started that um prophecy at least that's what i was getting from the film yeah Yeah. i think yeah so they started the the prophecy the the bene Gesserit started the prophecy saying that yeah that's what they were uh that yeah so because they knew they were going to make somebody who could see the future Mm -hmm. and you know might as well start planning prophecies where people can easily do that yeah um so i don't know that's what i got from the movie which i kind of thought uh was a little bit i kind of didn't like that really i thought it was so crazy (laughs) The reason that I didn't like it is like I kind of liked the because I knew that that was the case is that he can see the future and they they're waiting for someone who fits all these categories can like do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. And it's just by the coincidence of him being able to see the future that he fits those things like the in what in the prophecy they have that. And she says the line of like in the prophecy, the the one will be able will know your ways with like from yeah. when he was born essentially because he put the cost like to put the uh the, the suit on uh, like the hazmat suit yeah. he put it on the fremen way yeah but the only reason he put it on the fremen way is because he's seen himself put it on the fremen way in the future in a dream exactly so he knew how to do it he knew how to do it because he knew how to do it later yeah which informed him how to do it the first time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like simple things like that that i think is cool because it's like it's just like it's just like a happenstance. Mm-hmm. Like he just a- accidentally showed up to this planet and accidentally like through. It's not that prophecy is real. It's just more of the two overlapped so well that it's like, oh, shit. Guess this guy's a prophecy guy. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's just kind of <clears throat> chance that he's he, that he fits it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there is a little part of me that didn't like that. It was no, the Benny Gesserit have planted that so that when you show up, like they'll love you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, OK, you know, what? you know, so that's think- interesting. You know, I think they they better not do in the second part. What? They better not show us the fucking scenes that we already saw in his flashbacks. I want 
new fucking scenes or slightly altered versions? Uh, is they going to be slightly altered versions just because obviously you saw like the um like the scene with the, of the fight scene that they have. Yeah. How uh, in the, in that he survives. dies. Yeah. But he survived because in reality it's like he's seeing what the outcomes could be. But obviously there's a chance of changing it. But I thought that does defeat the end purpose of the book because my understanding is like for the ending is it's kind of you know you could be as powerful as you want and be able to see the future but you're still able to see the future and that's it all you can all you can see is that death is coming yeah and there's nothing you can really do about it because that's that's what seeing the it's future means inevitable yeah yeah it would be a paradox if you could change it yeah yeah because then it wouldn't be the future <laughs> exactly yeah so I don't think that's how his uh, his powers work, though, because of how they already showed us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, like, you don't think he sees things for definite? Yeah, that's what I think. I don't think it everything is going to happen exactly the same way as his, his things. If they do, then I'm going to be, like, kind of disappointed because then they're just throwing, you know, scenes we've already seen at us. And I don't like that. I want something new if you're going to, mm. you know, I want this movie to be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want same. you to waste my time with shit I've already seen. Um, but yeah, I liked I liked a lot. Most of the characters I liked in the film. Um, I actually really liked Oscar Isaac's character. Oh, he was he was probably one of the best parts. Yeah, he was great. He was absolutely great. Um, he was actually probably my favorite character in the, in the movie. Yeah, that was the best. the The scene with just the most kind of like tension was just when uh, he was like, "Will you uh, will you protect?" uh paul and she was like with my life and he just went i'm not asking you as his mother i'm asking you as a benny Gesserit." and she paused yeah that was, was a like, good scene i was like oh what a pause that was good <laughs> yeah this that he did a really good job oscar isaac usually what hits it out of the park when, when no he yeah does, he does when he does his best because like even when i watched him in ex machina which is not a really good movie um mm -hmm. i don't i don't like the movie that much but oscar isaac was great in it <laughs> yeah no he is he's really good in that movie yeah that dance scene is so good dude it's so weird <laughs> i love that scene it's so weird yeah but yeah he's great in that movie um but yeah all right so that was our dune talk uh, that was our dune talk yeah I'm oh hold on let me say oh, one yes, thing yes, that i might be a little upsetting for our viewers oh, yes, and for it. you let's hear it um I thought Timothy Chalamet did kind of a mad job dude so did i i thought he was not good at all honestly yeah you know what he rem he was giving me vibes of? Hmm. He was giving me like male Kristen Stewart vibes. The whole movie. Oh, dude, you're right. <laughs> That's so funny. Kind of looks like her too. Like yeah, where it's just, it was just like pouty and soft spoken the whole time. You know, it was mostly during the first half. After the second half, once he got into the second half, I started liking mm -hmm. his character more because he got more. You know, like all right, I know it's uh, he got like there was more like humor. a. Yeah, yeah, but there was like a line that he gave right at the end that was one of his last lines that was just a little bit like oh, not all there. And I was like, oh, I hope that's not his last line. And then it was. <laughs> yeah. But once he started getting some confidence, uh, his character, not the actor, yeah. but once his character started gaining some confidence, I started to like yeah. uh, Timothy's uh, performance yeah. a little better. Because, yeah, it was. Just, I feel yeah. like he didn't react very strongly to literally meeting the woman of his dreams. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was just like, oh, wow, look, it's her. Right. And not like how everyone else in the world would react, which is, oh, it, oh, it's you. Oh, oh uh. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I would have liked something to be said, but he didn't say yeah. anything. 
Yeah, he said no. He didn't even say like I've seen you before or something like that. Yeah. Or, did wait? Did she say that? Did she tell him he's familiar? No. Because usually everyone else tells him he's familiar, even their leader. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think they when they say that, I think they mean that in the sense of like. I don't know why they would say that. Do they have spice dreams? They probably don't, but he has a connection to them through his powers, so that's why okay, they probably maybe. feel like he's familiar. Almost like he's invading yeah. their futures, and they can kind of like, almost like, uh, I would feel like it would probably feel like, um, uh, what's it called, like deja vu. Yeah, probably have. I um, even though it's an experience I thought you've it was... had, but it feels familiar. I thought it was really odd. Like not really odd, but like so. There's that scene where they get they like spit, and like that's that's like a sign of like you know, <laughs> uh, of kindness because you're giving so, up you're, some of your you're moisture. Fluid, yeah, I, I liked that yeah, scene actually, which I really it liked. Except then when he met up with that, when he gets like you know the the group of fremens meet up with him in the desert on that like rock, mm-hmm. and like they're talking, I was like, why aren't they spitting? <laughs> well, oh, like because they're not. Showing I feel like. Yeah, but like when he was he he's sitting there trying to like prove that he sh- that they should take him with them. I was like, do the spit thing. <laughs> oh, I don't think that would be enough. <laughs> I feel I feel like I in that situation I would have like the second I saw them I would have just been spitting everywhere, being like, yeah, yeah. They'd, they'd probably get pissed because they'd be like, no, we need your moisture for when we kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Because that's what they wanted to use their bodies for. Yeah. So I yeah. noticed they were taking the friends. You know, they weren't leaving him in the desert. And I was like, are they going to drink their friend after this? <laughs> They're going to do something. They must have some type of system that takes all the yeah. moisture out, separates the blood from the water or, or the water from the blood or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, that scene went from zero to 100 pretty damn quick because all of a sudden it was like a death match when they first met. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. All right. I guess Timothy is going to have to possibly die or survive this fight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I figured he wasn't gonna die. I figured that was, he wasn't gonna die. It was either. like things like that with like, you know, it's just my kind of complaint with movies with a main character in general where they try oh, and do this. The hero where, character, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, is he gonna strange. get out of the sandworm's range in time? Right. I wonder. We're only forty-five minutes into the film. I know. The sandworms are pretty fucking cool yeah. in this movie, though. They were pretty cool. I was yeah. like, holy shit, man! It's a fucking Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> yeah the uh the mouth was pretty pretty cool it was well designed. it was i wish there was some more like going on with the chris knives would have liked to see yeah. more of that those things are cool um the only thing that i just i mean it's the dumb thing that i'm sure a lot of people have thought of and there's really no reason to actually think that hard about it because it's a <laughs> it's a silly sci-fi film what? but i'm just like don't they just get a bunch of sand in their mouth like all the time the the sandworms yeah, I bet you it works like a shark, where the water passes through their gills, but not through their fucking stomachs. Yeah, but I'm talking about like, yeah, I get, I like when they're eating things though. Yeah, there's like sand all over the things they're eating. Yeah, well, there's probably separators in there somewhere. We know. I I'd love to find. Let's see, anatomy. <laughs> Uh, sandworm. Oh, okay. yeah, like I said, it's probably similar to a shark. You know, a shark eats something, and that thing can have water in it. You know. Oh my God! There's images. I bet. I bet this thing has had a fandom for a long time. So we've got support bones. 
then the pharynx, the esophagus, nerve cord, intestines, muscles, dorsal, blood vessels, heart, the stomach, and then the outer uh, is comprised of dense overlapping segments. The segments are dense and bone-like. <laughs> are you looking the composed... at the fucking yellow one with the yellow bone? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can see it. it's, not, it's not a very good one. Yeah. It's not telling me um, how they digest the sand. <laughs> uh, it works like an actual worm. Their entire digestive tract is just that one long tube. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an earthworm, you know? So okay. It just goes straight through it, so. Fair enough. Eating okay. the sand probably doesn't affect them. <laughs> So alien species, Reese, come on. Yeah, I mean, the entire time there was a, well, not the entire time, but after like one of the the big fight where they see the the sandworm yeah. and then they go to the rock, I was just like, oh, it's like a thresher ball. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Did you ever, uh, did you ever dissect an earthworm when you were in school, middle school? Uh, probably. You don't remember? I don't remember now. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I know member. I remember when I did. It was interesting. It had like I remember being a child brains. and ripping worms apart all the time, just in general. But why'd you do that? Why'd you rip worms apart? Because I'm a terrible person. What's wrong with you, Reese? <laughs> I know. I know. No, I'd, I'd, I always left the worms alone. They were just kind of slimy. What did I always do? Oh, I used to get these ladybugs because they'd land on my hands or I'd pick them up and I'd be like, I'd show it to like a girl or something. I'd be like, oh, look at this cute ladybug. And she was like, oh, and then I'd slap it on her arm or hand and like crush it between our hands. Yeah, that was funny. So punk. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. It's like the shock value. That's what I like. Yeah. They went from um, all to, oh, why'd you do give that? Give me two seconds. I just need to turn the light on in my room because it's officially just gotten dark. Oh, yeah. We're in, uh, we're, we're in winter now, are we? <clears throat> are we? Are we in winter? What'd you say? Are we in winter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Clock's just turned too, right? Yeah, clock for you. Yeah. They did yeah. last week for me, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That looks like a hilarious image. The sandworm is from like the oh. no, the sandworms from the nineteen eighties, dude. Mm -hmm. Wow. Right. <laughs> shall we talk about the movie we actually said we were gonna talk about this week? Yes, yes, we shall. Which is we will talk Casablanca. Ca Casablanca, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what we watched. I watched it uh this morning. Mm -hmm. um had a good time watching it uh it kept me it kept me watching like i kept wanting to see what was going to happen next because it had a fair bit of suspense in it and i liked mm -hmm. that i really liked that uh i think it it kind of reminded me a lot of that other uh humphrey bogart movie that we watched what was it that we watched? yeah so i i think what when we watched that it to have and to have not oh okay um yeah. I, I remarked how you did, yeah. I I said that it's it's interesting how it was basically the same plot as Casablanca. It feels very very similar. Yes, it's basically and there's a part of me that yeah, there's a part of me that thinks that Casablanca is a good movie. Uh huh. But imagine how great it would have been if it was Lauren Bacall instead of instead of uh, Ingrid Bergman. Who? Lauren Bacall, his like wife, the the one that he meets in Tab and Tab Not. 
And like, remember we talked about how like the movie was okay, but their chemistry was just so good. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That is. I, I, I'm trying to remember back to that movie because it was a while ago. We watched that like almost yeah. a year ago. <laughs> yeah, probably. But uh, but I yeah, I think I, I said like that her. at that point. I think this movie would have been so much better if you switched those leading ladies because you would have had the chemistry that those two would have had. Yeah. The in this movie because yeah the chemistry was weak between her it's pretty and weak in this movie um yeah i think it almost makes it more believable though that you know she was lying to him that she is no yeah. longer in love with him you know yeah. i think she's definitely just like oh i'm gonna stay with my husband who is in a concentration camp that i thought was dead yeah yeah i think yeah there's this there's i'll be honest as much time as i watch this movie i still feel like she wasn't lying and she was just going to go with him. <laughs> yeah, see, she, I, she just didn't feel genuine to me. And it could have been yeah. her acting or the chemistry, but she didn't feel genuine to me. So that's why I don't. I thought she was lying or why I okay. believed, uh, you know, um, Humphrey Bogart's character, Rick is his name, um, that, yeah. that she was lying. <laughs> Because he said okay. she was lying to her husband. Yeah, which I thought he was just telling the husband, like, listen, what he to so hear. that you're not mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was lying, I promise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I feel like she probably was lying just because she was really desperate at the time. Really desperate. But also, again, the, the chemistry wasn't there. It, it felt uh, disingenuous. and felt like she was being uh, 100% honest there. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, just by looking at her and like the body language and everything, it all felt kind of like over dramatic. <clears throat> Do you want to hear something really funny? Yeah. So, uh, because this was during World War II, mm -hmm. apparently they couldn't film uh, at airports after dark. Yeah. <laughs> so they just used like a small little soundstage. <laughs> and the airplane behind them, that is like, and that's also why there's so much fog. Yeah. So try and make it so you can't tell. Um, and like the airplane that's behind them is being loaded is just like a cardboard cutout airplane <laughs> is it? and it's yeah it's made smaller but then they put got like hired like little people to like go you know prepare the plane so that even though it was close by to the camera it looked far away due to the size like perspective dude i gotta fucking look at that now <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> yeah Dude, I saw, so I went to Comic-Con, a Comic-Con, mm -hmm. yesterday. Okay. Um, and that was a cool experience. I bought some t-shirts. I bought a Rocky Horror Picture Show t-shirt, and I bought a uh, yeah. uh, Evil Dead shirt. And they were both done by the same artists, so they have the similar styles to them. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, oh, I also bought a long-sleeve Hoth shirt, which I thought was great. Um, a long sleeve oh i get it yeah, I, get yeah. It. I would have liked to have gotten a sweater but they didn't have a sweater um because you know hoth is cold so it might as well be a sweater that yeah. you get it in um but it's like this. i mean uh, if i was going to get a hoth sweater i'd want it to be like a little tauntaun and i'm just like inside it oh my god yeah but um but yeah i would have i would have loved to have been a sweater but it was like all done like retro 80s vacation spot like florida you know heat kind of style mm -hmm. um so i thought it looked pretty cool um and i bought that but uh i saw i saw uh uh is it am i allowed to say midget these days do i have i mean i felt that? i wasn't sure if i was allowed to say little people but it's on the imdb fact so what should i say tiny 
person. I saw that's, I saw a midget. That's definitely right. worse. I, I saw a midget. That's definitely um, worse. Yesterday at Comic Con, that was the first time I've seen one in a very long time. Um, th- didn't I tell you at my first high school I went to uh, uh, Northview before I went, mm-hmm. you know, to to Monrovia High? Yeah. Um, but uh, we had a we had a midget at our school, and she was a cheerleader. It's pretty cool. But uh, I just thought it was interesting because I didn't know any uh, like yeah. little people like that who were. Close to my age. <laughs> I've only ever seen like adults or like maybe yeah. children, but never like one that was around my age. So it was neat. But yeah. did you, uh, what, like, so why, 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 why'd you go to the Comic Con? Just because? Oh, yeah. My wife wanted to go. She wanted to dress up. Okay. So she did her thing. And, uh, okay. you know, I went along. What'd she dress up as? Uh, I'm assuming considering she... you bought clothes, you didn't dress up as anything. No. Okay, cool. So she is a she's a furry. So she dressed up as okay. like uh, her her character. I think they call them personas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was cool. Uh, she Did you say personas. I think that's what they call them. Yeah, I think that's what okay. it's called in the community. <clears throat> but yeah, they all have their own you know identities. They're all or most of them. I wouldn't say all of them, but a lot of them are original characters uh, that people like mm. to make. But not all of them, of course. Some are done from fandoms that they like or whatever. Um, yeah. But no, she wanted to go sitting. She was meeting up some people that she uh, had talked to on 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 like a Discord and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she wanted to go. <laughs> what? Sorry. I was gonna be like on Animal Crossing. <laughs> that would be so funny though. <laughs> you made a joke. Did you talk to them on Animal Crossing? <laughs> no, but I made a joke about it too. I was like. <laughs> So when did you guys first animorph, you know, like the fucking the, <laughs> yeah. the stupid book series where the yeah. people turn into animals? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have nightmare fuel from those things. Uh, but anyway, no, yeah, she, she had a good time. Um, and I, I was going just purely for, you know, I'd never been to a Comic-Con before. And yeah. that's when I realized, you know what? I'm I'm actually not that into comics. I like, yeah. I like manga. I do. I, I got alita sitting on my shelf over here the battle angel mm-hmm. uh i like a lot of 90s style stuff though so uh i love berserk it's really a terrible shame that uh the guy the writer i forget his name right now but that he passed away recently so that's there's no more berserk mm-hmm. yeah um but i absolutely love that one um so but there was none of that there you would think at a freaking comic-con there'd be some manga there was none <laughs> No, that is weird. Yeah, because it's like literally just Japanese comics. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I didn't see any of that, and it was cool and everything. But uh, yeah, I saw I saw a midget there, and that's all I wanted to say. So. <laughs> well, what I really wanted to get to, because we were talking about movies, is that I feel like I feel like maybe twenty, no, no, be longer than that. Back, you know, it was like back in the shit. I'll just say this: I feel yeah. like little people uh, or midgets in movies used to be a lot more common sight uh in older films um than it is today today yeah either peter dinklage the guy from jackass or you're no one yeah i guess in a in a sense in a sense i get what you're saying yeah um i think it's kind of like it's one of those where it's good thing, bad thing, where it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're less in films, but that's because they're not being exploited. people are they're yeah, <laughs> yeah. not being ex- being exploited or used as the butt of the joke exactly. 
but then they've not been replaced with like a serious character yeah uh, outside of <clears throat> peter dinklage Ty- uh, yeah Tyrion lannister is the only like one that you can think of mm-hmm. where it's like uh just a fully rounded amazing character mm-hmm. um and yeah well he's also just, a voice uh, actor for a lot of stuff too i mean he was the voice actor for uh the ghost in Destiny's destiny for a long time before he got replaced because people didn't like his voice acting <laughs> Yeah, I heard that it was, like, really bad. Well, he was a little too robotic and a little too emotionless. Okay. So that was the issue there. It's probably because he just finished reading the script for season eight. <laughs> I don't know, man. This uh, Destiny 2 came uh, out... fuck. God, Destiny 2 came out, like, 12, 13 years ago, I think? Really? No, it was longer than that. Let me let me look up when Destiny, Destiny 1 But came. anyhow, yeah. Casablanca. The thing that I was gonna... Like, the thing that shocks me the most every time that I watch this movie is that for... And I get propaganda mm-hmm. is a thing, but for a movie that take that was m- released in 1942, mm-hmm. it feels like a movie that was made after World War II, where they knew that they had won. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Doesn't feel like a film that's at this point in the war. Germany was doing really well. <laughs> oh yeah, because they were talking about that. Actually, they were talking about how well Germany was doing. I think yeah. in the movie yeah because they were and apparently yeah apparently the production of the movie was rushed a little bit to make sure that it came out around the time of uh the allied invasion of north africa uh-huh. to like drum up support yeah um but uh well, that makes but sense it does feel the like they yeah. yeah yeah it just does feel like they they fucking knew that they won already like yeah it's, it's just an odd movie like imagine if this movie still if say the nazis won uh-huh. World War Two, and then like not in today's world, you and I were watching this movie and being like, <laughs> they got it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be kind of crazy. But knowing how those regimes go, the film probably would have been destroyed or some shit. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, we're we're also talking about something that would have happened eighty years <clears throat> ago. So there's a chance I think that the world would not be like still in the nazi world <laughs> yeah but i think a lot of stuff so- because a lot of stuff was destroyed when the nazis yeah. were taking over so that's why i think it would have probably definitely been destroyed go away dog yeah go go you're too cute go away all right sorry. too cute yeah he's over here putting his little face in my lap like give me attention and i'm just like get the fuck out of here dog anyway but yeah humphrey bogart does a really good job in the movie yeah um, honestly i don't think i liked him as much in this one i think i liked him a little more in in the other one yeah in the other one yeah because i think the other one he's having a little bit more fun he is he's for having obvious a lot more reasons fun. <laughs> this one he's just i mean uh, in this one he is supposed to be kind of broken yeah he's like a sentimental asshole you know like he's a yeah. he's a good but he's a bad guy at the same time <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i i mean i like all the little characters that like fill the corners of this movie are always great mm-hmm. um all of them like and then the lines of this movie are just so good. What? like <laughs> Just the, the, yeah, for what reason do you have to shut down my bar? Well, I am shocked. I mean shocked to find out that gambling is happening at this establishment. Sir, you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Or what did he say? He's like, oh, yeah, even I'm just a poor, corrupt politician or some shit like that. What did he yeah, say? Yeah, he goes, he's like 20,000... 000... <clears> franks mm-hmm. uh that that lazo leaves yeah and he goes let's make it 10 i'm only a poor corrupt politician <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was funny um, which one thing that never i never understood is why they were just like i guess 
Claude Rains, you could just you could just do that British accent, even though you're supposed to be French. A French. There was a couple yeah, of interesting person. things going on with accents. Like you could tell there was a some guy who was supposed to be French. The po- the the pickpocket. Oh yeah, Man, I don't well, know what the yeah. fuck his accent was supposed to be. I don't know what his accent was. He was just funny because <laughs> he was speaking French to them, or he was saying uh, he, he, like certain times he would have a French accent, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he did. So I was like, okay, what is? It might be a part of the the you know what the bit the the con. Yeah, because yeah. then it's hard to recognize him. Just oh, the man with the German accent. And then it's like no, that man has a French accent. Oh yeah, yeah, and like be. just keeps changing. You know? could be. Um, I do like the part where he like he's walking away and he wasn't looking. He bumps into the like the uh, the butler oh, or the checks, the, yeah. the hostess or the host yeah of the bar and he's like checking all his pockets. He's like fuck yeah, but he happened to have it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he just like I know this guy. <laughs> you know, I feel like the I feel like the movie was written well, but who directed it? It didn't feel like it was directed well. Okay, what do you mean by not directed well? Like like we were talking about. Uh, I think certain parts of the movie could have been <clears throat> a little more exciting uh, maybe he could have directed Humphrey Bogart to be a little more exciting versus the mm-hmm. boring not boring but like I mean he was a little boring of a character to be honest um, yeah so I think it could have been directed at least maybe some of the the member not the members but some of the cast maybe done certain scenes a little differently because I like what they were saying I like the situations um but some parts I think maybe could have been maybe done a little better or differently. So that's what I mean by that. I think so the way I always kind of look at this film Mm -hmm. is it is a it's a I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this doesn't sound weird. (laughs) It's kind of a perfect film. You think so? But not in the sense that like the acting's amazing, not mm-hmm. in the sense that the music's amazing, the editing's amazing. It's not it's not amazing at all that it does, but if you were to say, I want to see a film that just kind of has, like, no no, no real hiccups, like, mm-hmm. one that's, from beginning to end, it's enjoyable, and it's well-made, and it's, like, it's just, it's on level of what, what you want to accomplish from a film. Yeah. That's what this movie is. So It doesn't do anything yeah. that's, in a sense, groundbreaking, then. It doesn't do anything that's incredible inter- like there's no performance that's incredibly stand out there's no uh you know shots that are incredibly stand out like anything like that it's just more of it's a very well made film this is what you want when somebody goes i'd like to make a film this is what they should try and come out with at least at the base the base level this is, this is the bottom <laughs> yeah so i don't think things that are base level i don't think that gets the right to be called a perfect film so i would never use that terminology for a film <laughs> like this so uh, I, I, when I say perfect, I mean in the sense that, like, it perfectly is a film. It perfectly is. A, anything is a film, yeah. though. Like. No, but, like, <laughs> some, some you know, like, some movies are so, but like, are just bad. Like, it's just like, oh, my God, does, did anybody here even care about making this movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Well, you know, <laughs> they really cared a lot about the movie when they were making The Room. <laughs> but I mean, awful. somebody cared. <laughs> Yeah, I think they all cared. I think the entire cast really cared about the movie. <laughs> they just couldn't. That was the best they could do. I think it was. <laughs> I think that's what the issue was. It's great though. But anyway, um, no, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, um, for a baseline, it did nothing wrong, but it did nothing great. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. I get what you're saying. 
It, I think the only thing that it really does great is um, I mean, the, the dialogue. I mean, I liked the story. I did. I liked yeah. the story. Yeah. And this is this is where I point to people all the time. At Casablanca, I bring up constantly. Yeah. Um, because when people are like, oh, I have this idea. I want to do this. And like, and they come up with these, the, you know, when they have an idea for like this story. Yeah. There's just like a million things happening. Too in elaborate. It. And I, yeah. And I just tell them all the time. I'm just like, what's the plot of Casablanca? And they're like, what, what? And they always just generally don't answer. But I'm like, the co- plot of Casablanca is guy owns a bar and his ex-girlfriend walks in. Yeah. That's that's that is all you need to have a movie from 1942 to be watchable today, 80 years later, yeah. 79. Um, <laughs> but for it to be watchable to this day, it's because it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. And it has just to go through the backstories. We find out the mystery mm-hmm. behind it all. And then there's some sus- yeah. there's some suspense there. That was good. I liked the story yeah. a lot. I did. Um, I like the story more than that other movie we watched with him. Oh yeah, the other yeah. one had a bad story, but th- so that's what I was yeah, saying so when funny, we watched right? that one. Yeah. It's a bad story with really, really good chemistry between the actors. Yeah. Whereas this, if you just took, if you just took all that chemistry and excitement and fun that they're having in to have and to have not, yeah. and put that in Casablanca, this movie would just like. Would be so much better. It really would. Like, it would be unbelievably good. Yeah. Like, it would be like nine level good, maybe even ten. Who knows? Yeah. But it would be a really damn good movie. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's not to say that this movie was bad. I think if I were to give it my rating, which let's give it another 15 minutes before I do that. Okay. But yeah. um, <clears throat> but I, I do. I did like this movie. Uh, and I think I'm with you when, when you say that, you know, it's not it's not it didn't do anything absolutely great but it didn't do mm-hmm. anything bad i mean these are at least i know the one actor the humphrey bogart i don't know was there any other famous people in that like particularly um, ingrid bergman who which which character was that the lady oh the girl yeah yeah, yeah i didn't really like her performance that much mm-hmm. actually <laughs> her performance is a little bit it's a little bit lack yeah it was it was okay it, i mean it's hard. I feel like it's hard to find good lady uh, actors uh, back in this time because they were all so yeah. typecast. Um, yeah. Whereas it's like, literally just like, "Are you pretty? Thanks." Right. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we really don't want you to do much. Just do this, and you're good. Mm-hmm. And it, they didn't expect a lot from them um, back then. Uh, Bergman's been in like films that I've seen her that where where she's quite good. Yeah. It's just this one. It's kind of almost like same with Humphrey Bogart. In a sense, like when you watch more other Humphrey Bogart movies, like yeah. he, has a, he has way more fun in other movies than yeah. this one. Yeah. And she's the same. Like she's having far less fun in this movie than she is in like other movies that she makes. For a movie about like, you know, romance, because that's what this is, mm-hmm. it yeah. feels very kind of cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree completely. Yeah, even though it's supposed to be entirely about romantic people and and emotions being difficult to deal with i wish i saw more of that Mm. struggle of difficult emotion but i didn't see really a lot i mean the most we saw were people getting drunk over it but (laughs) even when they were drunk i didn't see quite the you know i mean i I would have liked to see an explosion or something like that during the scene where you know he was waiting for her late at night and she finally comes in 
and she tries mm-hmm. to tell him the truth, but he kind of, he like kind of goes off on her, but it's like still very tame, you know, because he starts questioning her and he's like, oh yeah, what kind of guy did you run off to or, you know, whatever. Yeah. He like kind of goes off on her, but it's very quiet and very tame. <laughs> I would have liked yeah. to see that part be a little bit more dramatic. And that's why I'm saying the director, I think mm-hmm. the director could have, you know, allowed that to happen by saying that. So either well, the director, director has a lot of movies. Does he? Um, well, are they he good? looks like well, <laughs> I I couldn't tell you because these are a lot of older films. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it looks like, especially because this is called the Warner Brother years, is that he was probably a yeah. So he made eighty-seven films. Wow. In twenty-eight years. Oh my God! Re- really? Yeah. Holy shit! So he was definitely what basically the studio director, where it's just yeah. like the studio was like, we have a film, we you need do someone it. to direct it. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have, you know, six months maybe because it sounds like he made four films <laughs> yeah. a fucking year. <laughs> Mate, like Christ. let's take a look. Casablanca. In the year that Casablanca came out, he had two other films come out that year. Damn. If Casablanca was just given more effort by everyone, it could have been an amazing film. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's one of those where I feel like we're making it sound like the movie's not very good. No, no, no. Yeah, that, yeah or that it has right, a lot right. of un, untapped potential. It has a when lot of re- untapped it does. Potential. It does have a lot of untapped potential, but it's still with even without that, it's still a good movie. Is a re a very good movie. I still had a great time watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, these actors are great to watch on screen. They have this type of presence, you know what I mean? Yeah, that our modern day Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's had they're honestly they're they're on the end now of their careers so they're not doing yeah. much anymore but like you know that's what i was thinking about because i just went to go see eternals um yeah which spoilers not gonna go see that. i know you're not gonna <laughs> see it, but i'm saying spoilers for whoever's listening um spoilers for eternals there is a fucking sex scene in that movie what yeah <laughs> that's what in i a marvel saw. film yes in a disney marvel film why I don't know, but it was it. So this movie is a lot more serious. Um, well, I wouldn't What's even the say rating. On I wouldn't Eternals? even say serious because it's not that serious. This movie is just a lot more mature, I would say, than like any of the Marvel movies I've seen before. <laughs> it has a a uh, twelve audience rating, dude. There is a straight up sex scene where there is some thrust and action going on okay yeah all right like you don't see any titty or anything but they're both naked okay. on top of each other and she's like like doing her her short breath situation because he's like inside that bitch but anyway um it i was is it uh is it rob stark who's doing it <laughs> rob stark i think it might be <laughs> let me see uh no no it's not no it's not him, it's not him. Oh, damn. but he likes her too he, he'll get he's actually becoming again spoilers He's actually going to be becoming a Marvel character. Who, uh, Rob Stark? Yeah. I thought he already was a Marvel character. He's in this movie. No, like he's becoming an actual, like, hero type character. Oh, like he'll be in other ones. Yeah, yeah. He's not okay. like, you know, fucking, what's her name from Thor? He's not going to be like her, mm-hmm. the side chick or whatever. Um, yeah. He's not going to be like that, no. He's going to be like an actual character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I just, I just, I pulled up some information about the Eternals, uh-huh. and it's got a fucking the. It says critical response. 
Three out of five stars by Linda Marek of the Jewish Chronicle described the movie as a mishmash of well-meaning yet jarringly verbose and bafflingly incoherent nonsense, which is only just about saved by some of the half-decent performances. Oh my god! (laughs) What's her name? Linda? Uh, Linda Marek. Damn, lady. Yeah, that's uh... scathing. (laughs) That's rough! (laughs) Hmm. Jesus. I mean, yes, I I will kind of agree with her though. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it's more scathing than I what I would say, but yeah, no, they yeah. they do, they do mean just... well. They do mean mm-hmm. well by all their their things that they put in it because this movie's trying to like, I wouldn't say pander, but it also kind of feels like it to like gay and uh, other cultures. You know what I mean? This movie was really trying hard to to throw it not to say that gay is a culture but you know what i mean it's a it's a community or whatever but anyway um it's so gay it, culture it, it, i guess you can say it's thing. culture yeah i just you don't hear also, you don't typically hear oh yeah the gay culture yeah. you know you don't really hear that so you know, no, i feel like i've heard that like in gay culture this is a thing i usually hear in the or gay in community. queer culture i usually hear in the gay community i don't even think queer is pc anymore why would it not be pc it's in one of the letters the same reason that. why you know it's about LGBTQ. It's right there. It's the right same the reason why saying African American isn't PC anymore, Reese. Things change. <laughs> African American. What's wrong with African American? It's not PC anymore. They're not African. They're just American. Okay. They're, cool. They're Black American, so it's like it's different. You can you can start doing that the second I stop having to hear about how everyone's <laughs> Irish. Everyone's Irish. <laughs> Every white motherfucker I meet is either Irish or German, and I'm like, really? Cool. Where are you born? <laughs> Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, we've had, we've had this conversation all the time where, like, I get really annoyed that, like, people in the States are like, I'm this thing, and I'm like, oh, no, you're not. Oh, that's what you mean. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I always hear the Scandinavian bullshit. That's what I always hear. Yeah, people, people are always like, oh, I'm to, a Viking. Yeah, I'm a Viking. It's like, bitch, you've been in America for, like, fucking yeah. centuries. You're not a Viking. <laughs> However, I did find find out recently that the uh, an area, the area of the United States that has the most amount of uh scandinavian lineage is, is north uh, east it's wisconsin and minnesota oh. and what's the what's the football team for minnesota vikings yeah that's so it cool. makes sense that's very cool yeah that is kind of cool but really minnesota yeah it's cold and nobody wants to be there that's why the the scandinavians were like we fit in <laughs> I was thinking it would be like northeast kind of area because you know Canada and all that. At least close yeah. enough. Yeah, closer to the to the yeah. water or whatever. But wow. I, I was gonna say it's like literally like closer to Scandinavia. It is. It is. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't think. Um, Fucking Wisconsin. <laughs> this doesn't sound very Viking. <laughs> yeah. So my point point of the matter is yeah, it just pisses me off when people. I agree. Like, at the end of the day, that that the people are just American. But it makes me upset that, like, yeah, people are like, I'm German. Or I'm like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a quarter German and this, this, this. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, uh, you, your family's been here since 16, you know, yeah. 52. Since forever. So let's just pretend for five seconds, like, maybe 400 years of being an American would make you an American. <laughs> yeah, then you'd no longer, it's like, do you still carry on yeah. the traditions that you, you know, probably not. Like, I feel like I sound like those people when... I'm like, oh, I'm Welsh. 
And so I feel like I sound like that. Yeah. Those American people are like, Mom, my, my family in 1852, I don't know, I keep choosing 52, <laughs> <laughs> like moved over and uh, from Wales. And it's like, cool, you're American now. But I'm like, no, I'm actually Welsh. My dad's Welsh. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel weird saying I'm Mexican because like mm-hmm. I'm now, I think I'm second generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second generation Mexican. But I have very little connection to the culture you know i'd like to get yeah. back into it but i feel like my connection to the culture is isn't enough for me to be like yeah i'm mexican you know what i mean yeah. i just feel no, like i, I have to have more connection to the culture in order for me to feel it that's how i feel about like my mother's side with like native american stuff yeah it's hard to yeah i, I get that yeah yeah where i'm just like i don't like telling people that i have native american blood yeah because i'm like i don't really don't really do anything to to, I mean, in my to my mother's lament, I don't do much to honor that side of my like lineage. Yeah. So I feel like it's all kind of wrong for me to be like, oh, by the way. Exactly. There's no reason to claim it. Yeah. Um, or anything like that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So the the movie was kind of like doing a, a lot of stuff like that, which was, uh, I think, Disney using this. Um, what is it? Uh, this side project of theirs with the Marvel cinematic universe and kind of letting mm-hmm. them do this extra shit with things they wouldn't normally put in their movies like for example uh a homosexual relationship where they also have a son together um and like you know that sex scene and all that stuff um there was a lot of like interracial stuff too mm-hmm. um which you don't typically see in a lot of disney marvel stuff or disney stuff in general um, yeah. So I I really think they let them just go ham on this movie. So there's a, there's a <laughs> lot of like stuff like that. I would say. Okay. Yeah. That's why it makes sense why she said in her review uh, a lot of it uh, is is what did she say like good not good natured but good uh good intentions good in- or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the movie has those good intentions, but <clears throat> I think we all know why it has it in there. <laughs> just because Disney was letting them go ham. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I yeah, it's it's a question of like, what are they even really doing with with Marvel at this point? Like, I just, I don't know. I, I'm actually I did realize. Yeah. So in a, about a month's time, mm-hmm. we get Spider Man. I'm super sto- oh, I'm stoked dude. for that. Yes, me too. I'll watch the fuck out of that, but I really am just done with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about um? You know what? I kind of want to go see. So I just saw a preview for Morbius. For what? Morbius. Some What's type Morbius? of. I don't know, man. Some some kind of anti-hero character. But guess who plays him? Um, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a hint. He, he his face was ruined in Fight Club. Oh, fucking Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> he plays this. Uh, so now he's in the Marvel universe. Oh, um, and oh, even... I was watching. Sorry. What oh no, was it? What was it? What movie was it that I was saying? Like, it was Dune. But when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, all these people have been in something," but I couldn't remember what it was. That kind of connected them a bit. I don't know. I feel like it was Marvel, but the only Marvel person I can think of is Dave Bautista. Oh yeah, um, he's been in a lot of things. He has been in a lot of things. I'm happy that he's doing more. Mm-hmm proud of him you know yeah and i i want i want him to know that i'm proud of him well because then he'll finally have at <laughs> honestly even though he was in the movie for a brief second 
I really liked uh, Dave Bautista in um, in uh, God damn it, uh, Blade Runner, the the new one. Oh, the yeah, yeah, when he's in that, yeah. Like yeah, that movie. opening scene it was it was, that was really a nice. really yeah, cool good scene. opening scene. Yeah, I need to see that movie again, dude. So, I watched it with uh, my because I when I bought my new TV, uh, this was a little while ago. Um, I was like really trying to find things that would do it justice because you know it's 4K freaking um, OLED, so like the contrast mm. and the colors are crazy yeah. on that thing. So I was like, all right, I got to watch a movie that's going to do this type of color and contrast <laughs> justice. And that movie was amazing because the colors. You on didn't just things, go with Casablanca. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I don't have it set up right now. Right now, my uh, OLED's in storage. Yeah. Uh, I have. A well, no, I was joking because it's you know. Oh, just black it's, and white. It's, yeah, it's black and white. <laughs> the yeah. contrast on that shit would be like. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you're gonna hate this, dude. Harry okay. Styles is gonna be a Marvel character as well. I mean, so who's he gonna be? I don't know, some bitch I don't give a fuck about. Some bitch. <laughs> Dude, I honestly do not care about this guy's character. Yeah. The second I yeah, saw who fair. it was, I was like, I don't give I don't give a shit, man. Like I don't know what the hell they're trying to get at here. It's some weird character. He's like another eternal or something like that. He's another one of those guys. Okay. Yeah. So he'll be in, in this thing. He'll be in the Eternals, the Eternals. two or something like that, which okay. I probably, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I won't give any two shits about that. Yeah. Um, this one wasn't bad though. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't good though either. So I mean, it was just not nothing to write home about. But Morbius looks cool. Jared Leto, he's becoming an actual Batman apparently. Um, wait, what? Yeah, dude. Look oh, up, I I had heard about this. Look up the because I heard like I saw the memes that were like, oh really? Uh, There's memes. Where it's like <laughs> it was it was like you either live long enough. Um, oh yeah, you, the Joker like becomes to, a to Batman. Be the Joker, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, you you either die the Joker, or you live long enough to see yourself become the Batman. Oh my thing god, I saw. That's And I was so like, funny. I don't get it. That's so funny. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But um, let's see, Jared Leto, ugh. Batman. It's called Morbius. <laughs> oh, Morbius. Sorry. <laughs> Morbius. Oh. Oh, he's a Batman. Yeah, he's, I see. he's a Batman. Actually a Batman. Yeah, literally a Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and <sighs> uh, I don't know. I kind of want to go see it because it's done by Sony. It's not done by uh, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. This looks like a movie from the early 2000s. It kind of gives me those feels, but that's not exactly yeah. a bad thing. I love 2000s movies. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm really hyped for? And I can't mm-hmm. wait? The what? next Matrix movie. Um, I just have no interest. That, I really that's don't. That's fine. That's fine. To each their own. But I'm super I hyped just, for it. I like that nerdy yeah. shit, man. I don't... I just don't get... I don't get wanting to discontinue this so much longer. Why not just stop it? Make something new. Well, <laughs> this is something new. They're doing something At least, new with it. Yeah, yeah, but at least even though there's been, you know, Dune's been a book forever, and you know we've had remake, we've had attempted uh, movies of it already. Like that was, it was still like I was like, this feels refreshing. Yeah, Dune took a completely different uh, like route than the previous ones. It's like a mm-hmm. like really really different. How so? 
Because um, I've not seen the. Uh, I would say I've seen I've seen the miniseries yeah. from like a million years ago uh, that came out after the David Lynch one, but I've never seen the David Lynch thing. All I know from the David Lynch thing is that the like shields, the force shields, look horrific. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just looks like Technicolor. They glow. look like Roblox. It looks people. like Technicolor glow or or like Tron style. Yeah, shit. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, the. I would say like a lot of the design is like super I don't I don't even know how to call whatever the design was in the new one but it feels it feels like old ancient technology like ancient alien style technology <laughs> and um and What do you mean by that? Like you know everything looks like they they could be ruins. They look like they could be ancient Egyptian yeah. ruins but it's all advanced technology. <laughs> Yeah, I liked, I, I think they did a really good job of connecting, uh, like, making making the world feel new mm-hmm. and high tech, but also old and lived in. Yeah, everything was super minimalistic, and yeah. but also kind of made sense, too, which I thought was In a cool. sense, there was a part of it that felt like, I mean, have you seen the... The uh, Hodorowski's Dune documentary thing. Uh, no, but you've we've talked about it before, not on the podcast, okay. but we've talked yeah. about it just uh, last time we saw each other, eighteen thousand years okay. ago. Okay, because I think like they talk about how they wanted to get H.R. Giger to be the set set designer yeah. for the the his version, mm-hmm. and I feel like there is a kind of like an alien feel to to the design of everything in in this dune yeah or at least like in the costume designs and in some of the the design for like the houses and like the in that that the big temple place that they lived in uh-huh. and it was a weird weird place where they lived <laughs> so finch did the original dune who no uh lynch, lynch. david lynch lynch did the yeah. original i'm sorry not finch yeah it's kyle mclaughlin yeah, yeah, I know it's Kyle McLaughlin, but I just can Wow, that really yeah. doesn't feel like a Lynch film to me. No, I don't know who was like, "Hey, you see that movie about the like baby with the fucked up face?" Well, I can let's see have him that do because when you got to the world where you look at those like that really big sluggish looking man, mm-hmm. um, he is nasty. He is a nasty fucking dude in David Lynch's yeah. film. Like he he's got like black shit oozing from his mouth, like at all times it's fucking nasty really yeah he, he is a disturbing oh. character and i think david lynch did that part good but everything else didn't feel like lynch at all from what i remember and i don't really like uh, i'm a big lynch fan apparently oh oh god you, you see what i'm talking yes. about <laughs> he's fucking nasty. that's so david lynch <laughs> it is right he's like a disgusting yeah. dude and then seeing him in this movie he was definitely a lot more tame um i thought he was more menacing though he was very menacing yes yeah yeah but he was very he was tame he was more tame Um, but he he looked like the guy with the man with the plan yeah he still did he like felt like a leader uh yeah less than a tyrant whereas in lynch's version he feels like a fucking tyrant who's also like disgusting (laughs) yeah yeah it is crazy um but yeah Uh, but before we get too far away um what did you give as a rating? For... I'll, I'll give the rating when I get back. I gotta go pause for oh. a shit break. 
Okay. Yeah. I'll get some more tea. Cool. Anyway, all right. So you asked for my review or my your, your rating, I rating out of yes. 10. My rating out of 10, I give it a, a pretty solid 7, I'd say. 7 or an 8, probably more like a 7. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think a 7 is good. How about you? Are you ready? Because I feel like you're just going to be like, oh, come on. Yeah, sure. Uh, I would give this a 9 out of 10. 9? Wow. 9 out of 10. You're, you must be a really big fan of this movie. I've seen it uh, countless times. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Why, why'd you watch Definitely. it so many times? Because you like it that much? Um... It kind of turns into a, oh my god, you haven't seen this movie kind of movie. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you're with, I'm with somebody and I'm like, oh, have you seen Casablanca? They're like, no, I've always heard it's really good. I'm like, yeah, it is quite good. And I'm like, do you want to watch it? And they go, sure. And then I watch it. And then six months later, there I am with another person. And I'm like, have you ever watched Casablanca? Yeah. And then, you know, See, it just kind of goes from there. This isn't something that I would ever, ever really need to watch again mm-hmm. it's kind of i'm just like okay i'm glad I there's not much it. you get from a second watch no i don't imagine there is don't imagine there mm-hmm. is at all um which from what i recall you said that I, I believe i remember you saying if you don't get much from a second watch then it's not really worthy of a nine but we'll leave that as it is it's <laughs> it doesn't fall apart on a second watch yeah it's not like things where like i'm like that doesn't make any sense um, there are certain things that I'd say on a second watch I do enjoy. Like there's little aspects, little jokes, and things like that. Or yeah, you or you like realize, better, yeah. yeah, you also catch like locations being used from like the, like things that happen later in the film that you probably at the beginning didn't put a lot of notice into. Like they are there at the beginning. It's just like simple things like that. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I still I still think I just stick with it with it as a seven. Um, just because mm-hmm. I think it's good. Um, I don't think it's amazing. It doesn't blow my mind. You know, it's not like something yeah. that I'm excited to watch again later on. Um, yeah. it's not even really anything I think I would even suggest for someone to watch. It's just one of those films that you hear about. So you want to watch it to see what all the fuss is about. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah. it's a good way to, I, I show it to a lot of people because it's a good way to, Get those people who, you know, the people who are like, oh, I don't like older films. Mm-hmm. And you can show them this and be like, yeah, sometimes older films, are, you've just chosen a bad film. Yeah. Like, there are really good films out there that you can you can find that yeah. that that hold up still. I think that's the, the thing that, in a sense, almost, I would say I'd give it the, it would only be like, if I'd watched this back in the day, it'd be an eight. The reason it has like a nine now, like the extra point is mm-hmm. eight years down the road, and it still holds up. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it holds up for sure. Um, There's nothing offensive in it where it's like, whoa, yeah. can't say that now. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's not super cheesy either. I feel like there was yeah. a lot of cheesiness that happened in movies back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the cheesiest dialogue we get in this one is just, you know, um, what nationality are you? And he's like, I'm a drunkard. I thought that was good. <laughs> and the guy funny. goes, yeah. And the other guy responds with, which makes, of course, him a citizen of the world. <laughs> no, I thought he said, oh, yeah, no, he he did say that. And then he said something yeah. about him being a diplomat, too, because he was saying, uh, 
think he asked him what side he was fighting for or some shit like that or what side is he on yeah. I forget how the line goes but it's clever dialogue there very clever dialogue um, and I liked that uh, yeah for sure um, but yeah uh, I, I think that's I'm not mad at you for giving it like a low score I know I'm, I'm actually surprised you did give it a 9 <laughs> yeah. well I mean considering I recommended it well, that doesn't always mean you like the film. Yeah, no, it doesn't always mean that you like the film. <laughs> um, but, like, I was, like, this was, again, this was essentially the same situation again. Yeah. It was, you had not seen it. I was like, nah, let's watch it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, oh, shit, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah, you want to hear something that's a little disappointing? Okay. So I watched Call Me By Your Name again recently with my wife, right? Yeah, I think, okay. I think we were talking about it a little bit. Um and i don't know i just i didn't feel like it was as good on the second watch really yeah huh. yeah i think it's okay. i think it's dropped down to like an eight for me instead of a nine Ooh. yeah yeah i think my biggest issue with it is the pacing okay yeah because like <clears throat> not to re-review the movie from yeah. like a year ago but no no i'm, I'm more than happy to kind of talk about <laughs> movies that we've talked like no like not in a sarcastic way like yeah, i yeah, think yeah you know, every once in a while, if we want to top up on a movie we've seen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, on this second watch with my wife, um, the pacing to me felt a little slow and then really mm-hmm. fast. Um, yeah. Because in the beginning, you know, it was super slow. Uh, they weren't really developing a relationship at all whatsoever. He, like, disappeared mm-hmm. for a while. And then out of nowhere, they're like, okay, let's be gay. So, it felt so really it's rushed. So, it's supposed to... It's supposed to replicate that that kind of uh, feeling of like when when you do like somebody and like you know each day you're like all right today's the day I'm gonna talk to them mm-hmm. and then you don't do anything and then they're like all right yeah you're an idiot you didn't do it uh, tomorrow you'll talk to them yeah and then you don't <laughs> it's supposed to be that so that's why like and both of them essentially do that so there is this long drawn out period of both of them just. Uh, for lack of a better word, playing gay chicken. I guess the problem um, is, is that they don't they don't ever play gay chicken at all. Actually, um, if they did, then there would be more suspense uh, behind it. But they don't they don't really do the gay chicken thing. Um, not until like when they're all out in the open about it. But like the I think the biggest thing for me was that um, you know we're cl- we're clearly only seeing it from uh, Timothy Chalamet's perspective. Yeah. We don't see. Like I don't see anything going on from uh, Army Hammer's uh, perspective or anything. We don't really hear about it until the end when he talks about how he just kind of goes off by himself because he doesn't want to get mm-hmm. in trouble by you know being near him. And so it makes sense in the end, but I feel like working up to it, it slows. It slows. It gets. It gets a little too slow, and then it gets really fast really quickly. Yeah. I was like, how did how did Timothy Chalamet even know that Army Hammer was even like that? Like, there's nothing in the film that tells us that. But that was like, what? What do you mean? That he was possibly gay. Or bi, whatever he is. Yeah, I mean... There's... So, I guess... I don't know. I, I feel like... I feel like it's... It is there... But, um, but I think it's it's supposed to be a lot more difficult and struggles like difficult and like hard to read. Yeah, that's the point. And they said that that's the whole point of why there's that girl 
in the movie yeah. is because they wanted to show how easy it is for a guy and a girl to just be like, let's fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, I Whereas, get that. especially two guys in the 80s, you know, you, you do play this kind of like guessing game of like, oh, are they interested in me? Are they not? I don't know what's happening. What's, oh, no. What's weird is, is when they finally do start to talk about it, uh, actually, when the first time they start to talk about it, the absolute first mm-hmm. time, uh, Timothy Chalamet's character says to Army Hammer's character, he says, you know, you're the only one who I could tell this to. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, he's just assuming then because we have no idea why he would be the only one he could tell this to. There isn't any connection there, nothing obvious, nothing at all. So how does how do we know, how does he know he's the only one he could tell this to? I don't know. It's just interesting. Uh, because their friendship was still kind of like... I think he's like, taking a risk at that point, really. He was taking a huge risk by saying that, but yeah. it felt very out of character and out of place. Uh, because he wasn't so forthcoming with his emotions the entire film up until right there now he's saying all of a sudden out of nowhere after Army Hammer has not been in the picture for like weeks because he's been distancing himself comes out of nowhere Uh, yeah you're the only person I could tell this to what? I I thought you hated him up until five seconds ago? you know what I mean? (laughs) so it's like that's my issue with the pacing there Obviously, there's more that kind of went on, but I feel like we didn't see it, and I feel like it wasn't explained very well. Um, after that point, things move a little quickly, and then it slows down again, which is fine. Um, but th- I think that's my biggest problem with the pacing of the film. Um, but that's why I think it's like an eight. Mm. Yeah, went down from a nine. Okay. Still, really, yeah, really I... good movie. I think everyone should watch that movie. Yeah, I really do. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, I think there's a whole video you people can look to to watch of me giving that movie oh, yeah. praise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a really good movie. I give it a shit ton of praise, too. Uh, on second watch, though, I was I'm a little bit more critical. Okay. On most all films, actually, on second watch, <laughs> probably going to be more. critical. Yeah, I'm definitely more critical on films on the second, which is why I won't when I give a movie a nine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be like, it might be a ten but I have to watch it a second time to really know. Oh yeah. Cause like there is a good chance that after that second time, it'll, it'll drop down to an eight yeah. or it'll just be like, Nope, it's a nine forever. But mm-hmm. I would never just be like, I don't want to hastily just throw out, you know, yeah. actually it's going to be a fucking, uh, a full, just nine out of, or full, just 10 out of 10, just from one watch. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious about the before series now. Um, what is it? The, the first one is before sunset sunrise. Yeah. What, you like want to watch them again? Well, is it Before Sunrise, the first one? Yeah, Before Sunrise, the first one. Uh, I'd want to rewatch the first one because I think I gave the first one a nine or something like that because I think I really... Really? I, really, I, think, I, re- I, rem- I think that's what I gave it. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I really liked the first one. I'm curious if I'm going to give it less <laughs> on a second watch because yeah. I'm way more critical on a second watch, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But, well, on my... 500th watch of Casablanca. <laughs> Damn. I'd still say it's a 9 out of 10. No, oh, that's cool, man. Because I think also I like how it's very simple. I like the story structure. It's, again, because yeah. I point to it all the time as, like, the movie to point to when I'm when I'm trying to explain to people that, like, plots should be simple. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think, I think plot and story can only take you so far, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think people... People look at 
grand and expansive things mm-hmm. and they forget that at the heart it needs to be quite simple yeah um like <sighs> trying to think of a good way to give an analogy i mean star wars is a pretty good example of that it is quite like simple in reality it's farm boy his grandparents died so he gets radicalized by a local terrorist <laughs> local terrorist yeah yeah um but yeah like that's kind of it he's just like oh my, my family died so i'm just gonna go like on on the little run like it's it doesn't matter it's not like it's important to mention and the Death Star and the Empire and the this, this, this. It's literally just like, no, what's the what's the heart of the movie? The heart of the movie is boy wants to go on adventures and then his family dies and he goes, fuck it, guess I'll go now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. That's about it. Yeah. So Casablanca is just guy owns a bar and his ex-girlfriend walks in. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Who, who can't relate to that? Uh, me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> I don't own a bar. I, not that everybody owns a bar, but everyone would be like oh i can imagine how much that suck <laughs> yeah yeah let me see here i think i think for the next next movie we're gonna mm-hmm. watch what oh is 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 the next one we do gonna be thanksgiving no the, the oh so it'll be released yeah, it'll be released the week of Thanksgiving. Wow. That one. All right. Well, damn. Maybe I should do a slightly Thanksgiving-themed one, but I can't think of anything. A thanksgiving like <laughs> No, no, we're not a horror-specific podcast. We only do that during the month of October. Okay, well, play something like we're a turkey takes over the world. No. <laughs> I don't God want to do it. Mark has a whole bunch of turkey movies. Yeah, we can watch a turkey movie on our own. I don't want to watch a turkey movie for the podcast. What? Yeah. Anyway, you know, fine, fine. Let me type up here. Are you gonna type in turkey, turkey movie? movies? Yeah, <laughs> let's see. Turkey movies. All right. Also, I just found out that the guy who plays Major Strasser in uh in this film was the the guy who played uh in the Man Who Laughs, which is where they got the inspiration for the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really did have a interesting looking face, yeah. For sure. He was also in uh, what uh, the 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 cabinet of Doctor Caligari, where I think he plays like the monster in the cabinet of Doctor Caligari. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. No, you know. It's just weird to see like it's there's that weird kind of thing where obviously there would have been. A, uh, like a through fare of it uh-huh. but like I you I kind of look at like old, like people in black and white like silent movies and then like get confused when they're in a movie that's 10 years later where they speak because mm-hmm. in my head they're like they're so you know far apart in terms of ideas yeah yeah all right so I'm gonna I'm gonna look at some movies here um give me a second I want to do a David Lynch movie because we were talking okay. about him regarding Dune and all that. Get the fucking shit out of here. God damn it. Get the fuck do you want to do another David Lynch? I do. I really want to do a David Lynch. 
Okay. Um, because that's that's what I want to do. Uh, we were talking about David Lynch. Oh shit! I just hit the fucking thing. Um, we were talking about David Lynch, and uh, I like him. I'm like kind of a fan a little bit. Just a little I know. Bit. Yeah, just a little bit though. Um. Oh my god, dude. What? Wow! Apparently, they rate Blue Velvet as his best film. Really? Yeah. On, on Who's this, they? On this website I'm on right now. Okay. Yeah, it's like ranked from worst to best David Lynch films, and uh, they have Blue Velvet as the best one. Second best is Eraserhead. Okay. All right. This one I kind of want to watch. Okay. I want to go. I want to see Mulholland Drive. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, now I'm fine with that. Cool. Um, do I? Did I own? I think I own that on DVD. Do you? Yeah, I might do. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Sweet. I'll enjoy talking to you about it because I think you'll, Coffee. I think you'll really enjoy it. Sweet, I'm excited. It's fucking weird. No, that's it's good. So, it's very David Lynch. It's David it's really Lynch. David yeah, that's Lynch. what I fucking like. Yeah, I like weird shit, dude. Yeah. All right, I'm down. Um, not sounds like a plan. He did the Elephant Man. Yeah, I watched that like years ago when i was a child yeah i watched that when i was like really young mm-hmm. and i didn't really understand anything that was happening yeah they say they say david lynch's worst film is dune <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean but like funny I said, enough it feel like a david lynch film it does not like it's funny enough if you if you go on the uh most popular like movies that people are looking at right now yeah the first one is dune 2021 yeah and the next one is dune 1984 that makes sense i mean so I imagine people are sitting there being like, should we just watch that people one and see what, see what it was like? Yeah. Dude, I yeah. love Blue Velvet, though. Blue Velvet was so good. Like, it was really good. <laughs> it was yeah. so ridiculous. Some of those scenes, that psycho fucking dude. Like, yeah. oh my god, that was a weird movie. Dennis Hopper. <laughs> I fucking loved it. going fucking nuts. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it so much. That was a fun movie to watch from, like, multiple points of view. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just... No, it was... It was cool. It was a, it was a wild film. Yeah. So I'm excited about this one. I, I really I like weird films. I do, and I want to watch a weird one because right now we just watched a textbook example of a good film. Um, now I yeah. want to watch a fucking weird ass art film, <laughs> or not art film, but you know, David Lynch. <laughs> it's it's kind of an art. Yeah, film. <laughs> I mean, a lot of his stuff is kind of very artsy. He's like David Lynch is like you know that he gives me like those really typical uh college film school dudes you know like yeah you know he reminds me he reminds me of like the b horror movie version of like new wave what like you know french new wave that you were showing me yeah if there was a b horror movie director who was also french new wave i feel like that would be like david lynch okay it's the vibes i get yeah david lynch's well done art artsy shit yeah i like his shit because like obviously there is a fine line with artsy shit where eventually you're just like okay well yeah this is just clearly like artsy for the sake of it yeah exactly. or over this the top is just for pretentious the sake of it. stupid little shit doing shit yeah yeah um but yeah i like i like david lynch he takes shit really seriously but it's always <laughs> it feels like like, how can they take it so seriously? <laughs> yeah. Some of this shit. It's like, wow. The fact that well, that's why I think it's crazy. Yeah. I think that's why obviously he uses so many of the same actors and stuff like that is because he needs to know that they're able to take it, like mm-hmm. do all the dialogue and everything with, with like 
a straight face. Well, yeah. Did you see that? Like, because I always think about that weird interview, or not interview, but like the behind the scenes shot where he's like yelling at a little girl or some shit. <laughs> he's like, you yeah. need to be sadder, sad. <laughs> something like just fucking weird. <laughs> he's yelling at a child. It's so weird. But he's very serious yeah. about his craft. And it's it's crazy. <laughs> I guess. We just... I think it's for Mulholland Drive that he did like the sitting outside like he he did a as a campaign for marketing Mm -hmm. he just sat next to a a cow (laughs) and they were like what are you what are you doing he's like it's about as helpful as any other piece of like you know (laughs) what uh advertisement jesus okay (laughs) what the fuck i want to meet this man if i could get i'd love to meet him if i could yeah if i can get something signed by this dude that would be cool as shit like a if i could get myself a signed poster like a movie poster of blue velvet that will mm-hmm. go right in the fucking theater room or living room whatever i have that's going right in there that'll be sick yeah. man i'd love that but anyway yeah I mean, that was our that's our review of that casablanca casablanca yeah. uh do i suggest you guys watch it yeah sure it like i said yeah i think I it, it's definitely it a film list, so. everyone should see yeah it's one of those. Yeah, it it's is. just. It is. It's unfortunate that unfortunately there's a large list of things where you have to do that where you just have to go. You have to see it. Guys, uh, you're gonna have to see this real quick. Thanks. Yep. Bye. I suggest you watch at least one David Lynch film as well. Take yeah. well, I unless, say unless it's Dune. Yeah, don't watch Dune. <laughs> unless you want to compare it to the new Dune, but still, yeah. you don't have to watch that. Um. Mm. The first, I think the first David Lynch film I ever saw was Eraserhead, and I was like a child when I saw that. It was weird. Um, after that, it was... Wait, what else did he do? He did a couple more things, didn't he? What's like the most famous thing he's ever done? Wait, who? David Lynch. What was the... David, David Lynch. Yeah, what's the most famous thing? Um, I guess I would say it's Twin Peaks, wouldn't it? Was it Twin Peaks? Twin... I feel like that's the most, like... Most well known, like most people are like, do you know of a like if you were to name David Lynch things at them? I think Twin Peaks is probably what most people will be able to respond to yes with. Wow. Uh oh, he did the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Um, David Lynch. Dave, I'm sorry, that's David Fincher. What the hell? I typed yeah. David Lynch. God <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> It gave me like, like David. Definitely didn't do that. Give me David Fincher movies when I typed in David Lynch. And they're just like ah, your your first name's you know. David. David, that's good enough. Yeah. Close enough, dude. The uh, I would like to watch the Social Network again. I think that mm-hmm. would, that might be fun to do here in, in the next uh, month, just because they've had their name change and all that shit. <laughs> um, no, Finch Fincher's got some good stuff too, though. Oh no, Fincher has great stuff. I just watched Love the Zodiac everything. for the first time actually the other day. Ooh, well, right after I said not really uh, that I that I you know I love everything he does. You mentioned the one movie that I really don't like of his. No, it's not a it's not a good film. Like literally, you're looking at Fight Club, Gone Girl, Seven, The Social Network. Yeah. These are amazing movies. Like all of these are uh, between seven and nine. You know what I mean? Fight mm-hmm. Club is just I like the movie more than the book. Cause I can't, I can't bring myself to read that fucking book. I've tried, and I just don't like the writing. <laughs> yeah, I. The thing with Zodiac, Zodiac. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Zodiac. Yeah. I'm, I'm so used to playing Yu-Gi-Oh at this point. That's, that's my problem. Exodiac. 
No, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a, you gotta gotta get an Exodia picture and like put fucking, what's his name's face on it, uh, what's his goddamn name from fucking the Texas guy? The Texas guy? Zodiac. If I type in Zodiac Killer, I'm sure it's gonna pop up. (laughs) Oh, Ted Cruz! Ted Cruz, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) You should put Ted Cruz's face on Exodia's face, it's just fun. Yeah, anyway, um, but no, there's an archetype called Zodiacs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've just I'm just so used to say like teaching myself to say Zodiac instead of instead of Zodiac. Yeah. That now I don't even know which one's which, and I'm just confused. So what don't you like about it? Oh, it just feels inconclusive. Well, yeah. I mean, the it's based which, on the real life story. Yeah, I get that it's based on the real life story, yeah. and in a sense, that's kind of the message of the film is like like. Like the people in the movie, you're getting hyper invested in the answer and to ultimately not get one. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be that your reflection of the people who become obsessed with this uh-huh. is now you're for about two hours, you're obsessed with this. You're you wanna know. You wanna you you'd love to find out. Yeah. But you don't. That's that is the biggest problem with making movies about like unsolved open unsolved, yeah. case shit is like a movie ultimately has a bias because they're trying to they try and they are trying to solve it. In fact, even the movie yeah. at the end tried to hint at, oh yeah, the guy who was him actually died already. So yeah. they could never actually they, blame it on him. And it's they like, uh, uh, apparently somebody out. told me they found the Zodiac killer recently. Yeah, yeah, they said that they confirmed it recently because they decrypted his name from the final message. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he was one of the uh, he was one of the suspects. They just couldn't get it on them yeah they didn't have the evidence they needed or whatever but uh yeah no I, that was a long movie and i've always mm-hmm. wanted to watch it but it wasn't that great like the, like you said uh, we were talking about payoff uh, about dune the 2021 dune yeah and uh that movie is definitely one that doesn't have a payoff uh or not good enough of a payoff because we essentially see this man's life go to shambles and we want him to get it back and they just kind of I don't know, man. Like they just kind of, just kind of say fuck it at the end, and they're like, "Yeah, it was probably this guy, but he died already." It's like, oh, yeah, okay then. <laughs> it does feel like they were. That's the part that I don't like about it. It's not that the movie was, in a sense, even hinting that he did it. It was more like the movie was desperately trying to give you a conclusion. Yeah, they were trying to give you the answer, and then it was still a cop out answer because the guy, yeah, was already dead. He already died. And wasn't the right one. And he, yeah, according to today's uh, forensic people, he, he wasn't the right one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's nuts. So, yeah, that one, that one isn't so great. But the ones before and after that, fantastic. Like I said, the Gone Girl. Gone Girl is really a movie I'd like to watch again. I got to watch it with my wife. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a really damn good movie. I would never suggest that a man watch gone girl <laughs> with their significant other well might might give her uh might give her some yeah ideas. yeah that's a crazy fucking movie dude that's yeah, a nuts film you know i and one of the one of the best experiences in the cinema i ever had was that movie for the first time yeah like literally literally on the floor like fucking holding my face being like what the fuck <laughs> I, am i watching it was so good but yeah okay so so just to speak about that movie real quick i'm not a huge fan of ben affleck but i really mm-hmm. like him in that movie <laughs> You know the best part about Ben Affleck in that film? Mm. Do you want to know why he was cast? Why? Wait, why was he cast? No, I didn't know. Because David Fincher wanted a wanted somebody who he said that when he smiled, you looked at it and went, 
that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what he said. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he kind of just looks depressed all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was for quite a bit, unfortunately. Yeah, um, but now he's back with and with uh, oh, Angelina <laughs> with uh, with uh, uh, Jenny Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, Je- Je- who would have seen that fucking '90s comeback? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty surprised about that too. But they they were together for a little while. They had their, themselves a pretty good fling. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Jennifer Jennifer Lopez has had quite a few rings. She's got like <laughs> she's got like a Super Bowl uh, football player's hand now. You know, with all those Super Bowl rings, she's got like she's sitting there like on par with Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, dude, like she's got both his wedding bro. rings. And they ain't cheap either. <laughs> yeah, dude. She started off no, as a back, uh, a background backup dancer. Dancer, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I forget for who, but yeah, that's crazy. Uh, for someone who was not, not uh, her, Jenny, not not Jenny from the block. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Uh, I forgot that song existed. Well, that's yeah, great. yeah. But um, yeah, no, that the. That's a movie I really want to revisit as well. Uh, Gone Girl. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. I definitely want to do Social Network and Gone Girl. Ooh, Social Network, yeah. Because yeah. I got to watch. Especially, you know, we we fucked up. We we didn't watch Social Network. You know, right after the whole Facebook debacle of well, Meta. I mean, we're that, just you know? this just happened like in the last week, I think, for us right now, according to today's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we didn't yeah. know how exactly that was all going to go down but i think it would be yeah. fun to review the social network um you know because of what has come out now their their new change yeah. up of their image and it, it'd be nice to visit this uh yeah. kind of you know what do you call that kind of movie it's like not documentary it's a fucking not biopic either because it's about a social network <laughs> i guess it's just kind of like a a mild uh, like buff i don't know yeah right like, like what would you call that it's kind of a just a bi it's kind of a biopic i think kind of yeah but, but it's like not, not a person. not so much about a person but about the uh, uh like yeah, the idea the beginning of the internet that too yeah it talks about that too like of, of the modern internet yeah of the modern anyway. of modern social media and how it has now pretty much taken over it'd be a fun movie to talk about actually i really want to do that on yeah the podcast. yeah that'd be a fun one to do all right anyway that no, would be fun let's not yeah. uh waste all our breath on it now though <laughs> Okay. Save it for when we do it. Uh, next, we're doing Mulholland Drive, which I'm super looking forward to. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, if you guys want to keep up to date with us, watch that fucking movie, yo. <laughs> yo. I think it's the first time we've gone over two hours in a while now. Uh, it's been a while, but we also, you, yeah. ha- you have a bit of editing to do on this one. <laughs> That's, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my bad. That's fair. That was fine. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, are we ending the podcast now? Is that, is that the end? Oh, so that is that...